We don't grow alone. We flourish when we do life together. To flourish means to grow or develop in a healthy way, especially as a result of a particularly favorable environment. Join me for conversations about growth and change as we talk about what it means to flourish and create the community you crave. You're listening to the Flourish Together podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Worley. This is episode 49, How We Approach Christmas Gifts. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to say a big thank you to all of you guys who have listened, who have downloaded, who have been excited and fans of the show since I started this gig almost a year ago. You guys, if you've been following along, you know that I launched the first episode of the Flourish Together podcast this January, the first Tuesday of 2019. And we are almost to the end of 2019. And so this is a really exciting uh, time of year for myself and the podcast. This podcast has grown over the months. And in the last episode, I told you guys that we are almost at 5,000 downloads, which is a really exciting milestone. You guys delivered and you came through last week. So we have exceeded the 5,000 downloads already. And so I just wanted to say a huge thank you to you guys who are supporters of the show and this podcast. I couldn't do this without you guys listening and sharing and following along. So I wanted to say a big thank you. And I am looking forward to closing out this year and heading into another year in 2020, recording more episodes for you guys and bringing you guys more fun topics and fun guests as we flourish together. Okay, so let's jump into today's episode. We're going to talk about how my family approaches Christmas gifts in our home. I'm going to talk to you about how we save for Christmas as well, and hopefully give you guys a little... um, some tips, a little bit of information, a little bit of what we do in our home. I think it's really neat and important in our day and age that we have the ability to kind of learn from one another and share in these ways over social media or via podcasts or YouTubes. And it's really fun to kind of have an inside look as to how other families function and work. And it's a great opportunity to kind of take from it what you can use uh, to apply to your own family. So I thought I would share a little bit today. We're about Uh, Well, by the time that you guys listen to this, we're going to be eight days away from Christmas. So if you're like me and you still need to finish a few last minute gifts, um, you can take some of these tips and use them to finish your Christmas shopping. So the first thing I want to talk about is how we approach Christmas gifts for our kids. So we have two kids and my daughter is our oldest. And so Her first Christmas, she was about nine months old. So she was definitely a baby, really didn't know what was going on. And so we have done this approach to Christmas gifts. I'm sure you guys have heard of this through other blogs or maybe some friends of yours do it too. But we had started out when she was a baby doing the four gifts at Christmas, the something they want, something they wear, something they need, and something to read. And there's a couple reasons why I love this four gift kind of rule or practice. 
the first reason that I really love it is because I think it really teaches kids and also parents to kind of hone in on things that are actually useful and helpful during this time of year instead of just getting a bunch of toys for the sake of getting gifts. Doing the want, wear, need, and read helps keep it really focused to those four categories. And as your kids get older, they can express like this one thing that they really want. Um, Or you can see as parents, here's something that they need and you're focusing on just four gifts. The number two reason that I love it is that it helps to not produce an attitude of excess. You guys know I've talked about decluttering and living minimally and having this four gift practice really helps us not bring a lot of like junk or unwanted things into our home. Going back to keeping the focus, it's four focused gifts in specific categories. So it really allows you to think about those four different categories and what's best for your child. The third reason I love it and one of the biggest reasons that we started doing it all those years ago when my daughter was nine months old and had no clue what Christmas was, was because it helps keep your budget in check. You're buying four Christmas gifts and, you know, the read category books are really affordable. You can get books under $15 most of the time. Um, And so it really helps keep your budget in check. And when we first started doing this, we didn't have a lot of money. And it was a great way for us to look at our budget and say, okay, we're buying four gifts. Obviously, when we started doing this, we had one child at the time, and now we have two. So your budget is going to be modified based on your family size, of course. But I really love this idea because you really can say, I'm going to spend X dollar amount on these four different categories, or I'm going to spend X dollar amount as a whole on each child that I have. And I think it keeps the budget focused. So those are a couple of reasons why I really love that four gift um, model. So we did that four gift model for years and years and years. My daughter is nine now. The last two years, last year and this year, we kind of have modified and now we give out three gifts. So let me get into that for a second. We do two gifts from mom and dad, and then we do a third gift from their sibling. We adapted this tradition a couple years ago, like I said, and we really thought it would be a really great thing to teach our kids to be generous to one another over Christmas. And so a couple of Christmases ago, we started a tradition where my husband and I will take each of the kids out separately to go shopping for their sibling. My daughter buys a gift for her brother and my son buys a gift for his sister. And so this has just been really fun for the kids to kind of get involved in the gift giving uh, and, you know, wrap their attitudes and hearts around giving to others and finding gifts that are really nice for their siblings. And my kids really love this because it's a chance for them to love on each other and they get really excited about going to the store and picking out a specific gift for their sibling. So this year we will do those three gifts for for our family. Each of our kids, kids, excuse me, will get three gifts. And so it's not too far strayed from the four gift rule. 
just one less, but it's still really focused and intentional, which is the way our family really approaches gift giving. So for our extended family, I have a very large extended family of siblings and nieces and nephews. We always do a gift exchange with my siblings, and then we've also done gift exchange with all of the nieces and nephews. And that really helps keep it focused and keeps it budget friendly. And it's also really fun to pick out specific gifts, you know, when you have drawn names. So that's kind of a little bit about how we approach Christmas gift giving. And I really feel like this model for our family, at least, keeps it really stress-free. And like I said, keeps it very intentional and purposeful about getting gifts. So let's talk a little bit about how I approach saving for Christmas. This is something that I started doing a couple years ago, and it's worked really, really well for our family. So about October 1st, uh, every single pay period that we have, I will buy Target and Amazon gift cards. Those are probably the two places that I shop the most for gifts and toys and different stocking stuffers and things like that. So every pay period, I will start buying gift cards in a certain dollar amount. I usually do about $25 in gift cards. And the reason that I love doing this is that it just automatically sets that money aside so that by the time I want to start shopping for Christmas at the middle of November or beginning of December, whenever you do it, I have a stockpile of gift cards that money is already set aside that I can just go then buy Christmas gifts. And sometimes when you shop at Target, depending on the products that you buy, you can get like, you know, a $5 gift card here and there or a $10. So I look for those deals. I don't buy stuff that I don't need, but I look for those deals on things that I'm already buying and those start to add up very quickly. I also am a bargain shopper and couponer. So I'm always looking for deals like that at Target where you can get the extra gift cards or you can get a 20% off coupon. And so if you kind of sign up for different newsletters and stuff, they'll send you what the deals are. And so you really kind of have to just be intentional and look for those deals. But that is a way that we save money. And I love stacking promotions on top of having the gift cards. And it just makes Christmas really manageable, easy, and affordable for us. So that is how we approach gift giving and saving in our home for Christmas. And so I hope that you guys have found this episode helpful. And if you've already finished your Christmas shopping for this year, you are amazing. I still need to finish some of mine, but if you haven't, hopefully some of these tips you can take with you and finish your shopping. And if not, save them for tips that you can use next year. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. If you guys liked this episode, I would love it if you would leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews are so key and important to podcasts. It helps other people find the show. And if you share it with a friend, it helps us get noticed and people, more people find the show. So thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you want to find the show notes for this episode, there's also, you can sign up for my newsletter and I have some freebies on my website. You can go to Andrea M. 
andreamworley.com or you can find me on social media at Andrea M. Worley. I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you.